Welcome to From Misfits to Mystics, my new radio show. Welcome to show number one. I'm super excited about the guest I have today. It's somebody I absolutely adore and love, Julianne Christophe. I'm going to read about who she is and what she does, and then we're going to dig into a conversation about how her life unfolded into the place where she is today. Welcome, gorgeous. Thank you, Lisa, yeah. for having me. This is so exciting. I'm so excited about your show. Me too, me too. So I'm going to read your bio so just people can get a sense of who you are and what you're up to. And uh, then we'll kick into some, we'll dig into a great conversation. All right. So Julianne is a true change catalyst in every sense of the word. She loves nothing more than sharing her message of conscious evolution and conscious living as a life catalyst, speaker, trainer, workshop facilitator, and best-selling author. Throughout her journey, that is filled with ups and downs, resistance, self-sabotage, and massive leaps forward, it became obvious to Julianne that she had to dedicate her life to her own self-evolution, knowing it's the most effective way to truly bring change into the world. By doing our own inner work, we create change. Now she contributes to humanity's evolution by teaching coaches and holistic practitioners the five stages of conscious evolution, which I can't wait to talk about, a process that leads individuals through deep transformation by pulling them out of the story of their life so they can, re- they can see reality and experience forgiveness, acceptance, and letting go. Only then can we humans move into our personal power. Julianne knows the power of the ripple effect and by teaching the teachers this powerful process, we can reach the tipping point faster because humanity is evolving into new ways of being. So absolutely true. In a nutshell, Julianne's passion is to help individuals step into their truth and power of whom they truly are at the core by aligning their humanness with their beingness bracket soul, aha, my favorite conversation, so they can live the life they are destined to live. She's founder of Change Revolution as a bridge to new ways of being. Well, mm, Mm -hmm. right? This is fantastic, fantastic bio. I, you know, love what you're up to. I, just to give you some, uh, Information, Julianne is one of my favorite people, one of the most optimistic and positive human beings I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm super excited because we need to lift it all up a little bit, right? We have to get into the groove as human beings and learn that there's positivity that still exists even through our our darkness and our challenges and our experiences. And I really wanted to dig into that conversation with you. This show is about you know, from misfit to mystic, it really is a a conversation around, you know, people who didn't really fit in, but are now really in their mat, they've transcended it and are now in their own mystical magic and living on purpose. And, you know, you're one of those people that are definitely doing that in the world today. So I want to talk to you about how that happened. Like, how did this all happen? Oh my God. I guess life really brings it. it. It's really interesting. I want to say first that I keep saying to people when they say to me, you're always in a good mood. Like you're really so mm-hmm. optimistic. And I say, you know what? We have one life to live. Like yeah. we're here now. So might as well do the best of what we have here. So we have the choice. We have the options. And I choose to have fun more than be sad. Or, and you're so, very contagious too. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> it's one of the things that I can, I can share in abundance. Uh, yeah. Yes. 
So I guess I always had that philosophy somewhere. I grew up with that. It's not necessarily that I was surrounded by it, but that's what I believed in. I didn't believe that we were born to suffer. Um, Although I did have many rough periods in my life, which um, (laughs) I think all of us do. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's really about living the best life. And we all start, we all live through major challenges sometimes. We do. And I would love to talk to you about yours mm-hmm. and how you went from your challenges and maybe not feeling like you fit in perfectly into this whole entire picture of life and how you transcended yourself. Well, it's interesting. I think like many uh, that feel that don't fit in all the misfits, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like even growing up, we didn't fit in. Like whether it's at home, at school, with friends, wherever it was, we never really fit in. There was always something that was putting us aside. So I grew up like that and never really felt understood by anyone. But it's only when, um, you know, I guess you go through life and you try to deal with it and you try to figure yourself out and you do sometimes all be pretty raw, stupid stuff. Um, Oh, like what? Mm. <laughs> like many teenagers do. <laughs> I won't really dwell into that one. I'll just fast forward 10 years <laughs> when I was, um, yeah, working full time as a sales rep. And I think that was really a soul killer. You know what? We fall into a job like so many of us do. It's like we're just falling yeah. into whatever is presented to us because we're not taught anything else. Like, yeah, we can study, we can do things, but even the studying often is not what we really want, but we don't know what. So we just move to whatever is presented to us. So that's what I did for seven years. And that drove me, brought me to a major burnout where Mm. I was five months completely, I'll say out of order. I really was waking up at night to hate my boss, literally crying my eyes out. And I couldn't do that anymore. So I left the cells behind and then I went on my own as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And that's where it all started. Uh, How I think it's really the big point of my first conscious evolution. Mm -hmm. And I would like to, I would like to ask you this question. What happened on the inside of you that brought you to that realization you needed to make a move forward? in a different way? I ask myself, what do I really want? Mm -hmm. Who am I really? And Mm -hmm. what do I really love? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to answer any of these questions. Wow, that's really powerful because that's what a lot of people are living, right? Which is part of your work in the world as well as, you know, from humanness to beingness, you know, those types of questions are so valuable and important. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good. It and took a while before answering those questions. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Doing I'm sure. that alone is scary. Very scary. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me about that. How did you move through the fear? How did you get yourself through that? Was it because some, a point that I think is really important for my audience is to understand like the call of sadness, discomfort, depression, misery. I'm uncomfortable with my life. I'm not happy. Something's like constantly making me feel like 
I'm not in the right place. Listening to that, those messages is something that's really difficult for people to hear it like it's a messenger versus it's, you know, a truth, like the sadness or the bad feelings are not necessarily truths, they're messages. So mm-hmm. how did you do that? How did you listen in a way that was, you know, propelling for you? Um, I think after four months of crying my eyes out and being stuck on my sofa crying, I was just done with that. I couldn't, I couldn't stay there. I really could not. So I was really at the end of the road. Mm. I didn't have the choice, but to say, okay, I got to do something. And it's that moment where I chose to do something and to try to answer these questions. And when I saw that I really could not answer these questions, Mm. I seeked help. Mm-hmm. I really went and I didn't want to go. I had gone to a psychologist and stuff and it wasn't the right match for me. It's not what I needed. So I seeked uh, the help of a coach at that time. And he was like, I didn't know what coaching was at that time. That's like mm-hmm. in 2003 or something, 2002. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. That's a while ago. Uh, but I worked with him just a little bit, maybe two, three sessions and that's it. But it was enough to say, oh, <laughs> There's, there's that world that I know of, but that, that I am not really aware of. Like it felt familiar, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that led me to, you know, starting my own business and really figuring out, oh, like I do have passion. I do have something to give people. I do have something to share. I didn't quite know what it was yet, but right. my optimism came back and my, my, who I am really emerged. Right. So this is super interesting. So from listening to your pain and taking the correct action and being willing to hear through that experience, you found your, your natural self started to emerge again. Exactly. That's fantastic. And it's interesting because I just did a little live video just before now about that exact topic. That's good. Their emotions um, Mm -hmm. to dig much deeper and as humans, that's, that's one of the beauties that we have, but we label emotions or fear, doubt, or whatever it is, shame as bad, um, as something that we don't want to feel because it's not comfortable, instead of using them to really help us dig deeper and really see what's really the message behind it. It's only saying, hey, you're not aligned. So back then, that's what I did, not knowing that that's what I was doing. Like I wasn't conscious of it. Right. Um, but that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And it's only later when I studied coaching and then I even when I studied coaching, I, I don't know if you were working together at that point. You and I? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But it's like, oh, my God. Um, but yeah, it's only when I studied coaching uh, because it was a program based on energy and consciousness that I started to understand the power mm-hmm. of um emotions and becoming conscious what it really meant i love it there. and conscious of your emotions right uh, exactly yeah exactly. And conscious that yeah something that i always talk about which i find very 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 important is our feelings are not facts they're they're emotions and experiences and energy that are coming up so that we can understand ourselves and hear how we feel about whatever it is that we're doing or hear how our subconscious is reacting to whatever we're doing or our past imprints or beliefs. 
And when you think of it like this, which I know you and I have talked about many times, is when we think about ourselves and our emotions with this open-mindedness, don't we evolve through it so much more quickly? Isn't it just, it becomes a map, a treasure hunt map, you know, where you just get to realize underneath some of these negative emotions is you. Is your beauty. Yes. Right. Is your solutions, right? Is who you truly are, who is how, what you need to do or what you need help with. And we don't have to be afraid of those emotions, which is so, you know, it's, I think it's so critical to people, you know, and that's what makes us feel out of place is when we don't embrace our natural experience that's happening inside, yes. you know? Exactly. Yes. Because mm. we grew up in a place where we're stuck in the story of what's unfolding in front of us. We were not taught how to pull ourselves out of that story. Yeah. Great point. So- and let's talk about that. So what, what things do you do? We'll get back to your story in a minute, but I want to know what things you do to pull yourself out of your story. Like, um, what did it start for you, let's say? How, what happened after? What are your... That was really a process of mm-hmm. um, understanding, as an example, the emotions. What mm-hmm. are they really there for? Yeah. So it requires us to really slow down in the first place. You can't just keep going and going and going because then you're stuck in the story and then there's emotions and interpretations and all these layers that add on. And then it makes like a huge ball and you're kind of stuck in there. Um, so slowing down, stop and breathe is something I do constantly. So I can really take a step back mm-hmm. and really see now I'm, I'm, it's more of a way of living yeah. where I naturally am slowing down. Mm-hmm. And assessing, not getting caught in the emotion. Yeah. And just observing it, not judging it. Yeah. So I know because we've done some work together that that's not, hasn't always been easy. So I, I would love for you to share with my audience, how did you figure out, apart from like, I know having help and somebody pointing it out and, you know, you're learning a practice that makes sense to you. But at one point you gave yourself permission to really be within and just relax. Was it through a bunch of experiences? Was it through saying yes to all of you? Was it just made sense because it worked when you did it? What, what brought you to that? Yes, I really need to live this way consciously in my emotional state. I think um, for me, I, w- I, w- I don't think I would have been able to just say yes and like embrace it all because yeah. it was, it's a lot. Like yeah. it's, uh, it's very intense. Um, so it happened in, like always with me in layers, (laughs) I had to do like one step of, okay, that's, that's fine. I can, I can feel these emotions because it's a question of feeling. You really have to allow yourself to open up and feel what's there and know that it's part of you and not be scared. So I had to tame that part of me at first Mm -hmm. to really say, oh, okay, it's okay. Um, and then allow that to just have the space. Right. So that sounds like permission, acceptance. Yeah. Things yes. like that. About emotions and about yeah. the story that I was attaching to the emotion. Which is a very invaluable point because sometimes like we were talking about, people think that their feelings are truth versus a story. They don't know the difference between mm-hmm. I'm just telling myself a story versus this is I should feel concerned about how I'm feeling because these are truths. Because they're not. A lot of the time, our feelings just want to process, right? Exactly. Yes. So when so, I learned the difference, how mm-hmm. to differentiate, I said, yeah. okay, this is the emotion, mm-hmm. and that's just what I'm attaching to it. 
mm-hmm. when I was able to pull those two apart. Yeah. And, and now I do it naturally. Then you have a very different picture of what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So it's not the story anymore. So then you can go deeper and deeper Which and is- allow more. Right. Which is amazing because that's part of conscious emotional evolution, right? Which is, I know a conversation you love, like just anything around conscious evolution is what you're all about, you know? Mm -hmm. So tell me how, tell me about how this company started. Like what was your process from, you know, you, you had a business, you were working for somebody, you opened, you opened, uh, you started, I think you were, you had a franchise. No, I had a gym. You had a gym right and then so from there right you had another transformation yes i realized that oh my god like i had a really thriving gym yeah and then i became the area director for the province of quebec and i was doing opening in france and like everywhere um french speaking places countries Mm -hmm. um and then um i had my first child and I said you know what whoa I want to time with my baby Mm -hmm. and um that's when I studied coaching and that's what gave me verbiage to what I already knew but I didn't know how to express amazing I studied coaching and I didn't want to be a coach I wanted to be a public speaker and I wanted to do like conferences and workshops and whatnot and um I ended up bringing the program I was the first international licensee so I brought the program of one of the most like top schools, coaching schools in North America Mm -hmm. to Canada. And for five years, I ran the operations. So I trained over 450 coaches. Uh, I'll say worldwide. I mean, people were flying from Kazakhstan and China and like from everywhere, Iceland. And it was really fun. I had a blast. met so many amazing people. But at one point, it was very obvious with everything that was happening and everything that was changing that I had to let go of the, the, the school and to really bring my own message out. Now, that was different because I always had a franchise or a license right. of someone else's you know, mm-hmm. message or passion. Yep. Now, I was at the, a place where I could put myself out there. And that's pretty scary because it's your message. It's not, you're not backed by anyone. So the day that I decided, said, okay, it's over, is the day where I sat down in my, in my kitchen and I wrote down the five stages. Like it came through me, just, it poured out. So let's pause there. So you had a surrender moment Mm -hmm. where you realized like, this is really not who I am. I know you went through certain challenges as well, which yeah. developed you and helped you. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes we're pushed, huh? <laughs> right. So I, yeah. I mean, oh. you're not sharing that part so much, but I know it because we we I can share a little, through it a sure. bit together. Yeah. Yeah, I can share a little because we were at towards the yeah. end. I mean, they were going through their own transformation, the franchise, the licensor. Yeah. And they were going through massive transformation that was affecting me and it was affecting Mm. my business in a really not fun way at all, Um, which made things very difficult. And I lost a lot of money. And um, I guess those, and before that there were signs where Mm. I I should have said, you know what? Yeah, just kind of, that's not working. Like this is not okay. But I had self-worth issues. And I couldn't put my, my foot down to say, whoa. Amazing. 
So, and I remember amazing us. that you know that, you know, amazing oh. that now you just clearly understand, you know, the reason I was in this situation was because I lost my voice. I didn't have the esteem I needed to say no, or I, I need to move on or, you know, so you yeah. were developing that, that yeah. sense of purpose in yourself and that sense of love and respect and those types of qualities. Oh my God. There was so much in this learn in this experience, so much learning mm -hmm. and, and, and growth evolution on fast forward. <laughs> Cause when we resist and I was like, no, no, no. And I had my eyes closed. Mm -hmm. um, no matter, like we worked a lot on that, you and I, and um, it was hard. It, it was very yeah. hard. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to admit to myself that I had self-worth issues until I had to lose it. Like right. money-wise, it, it was represented money-wise. I lost a lot of money. So that day when I said, whoa, it's enough, that's when everything changed. Incredible. Yeah, because this is, this is what is so powerful to me. You had a moment of surrender. Uh, first, you gave yourself permission to surrender, to tell the total truth to your heart, from your heart to you, your heart back from you to your heart. Yeah. And then you downloaded <laughs> where you are today. Like, exactly. I know it was a work in process, but that was an absolutely yeah. incredible moment because you made space and your own spirit could come and say, this is what you are and this is who you are. You yeah. know, and this is what we're going to do, even though at the time you might not have understood the depth of your work, right? Because it's yeah. the beginning, like an opening, a total opening within. See, and this is the thing about becoming that mystical part of who you are, which I find so important and valuable in our conversation here is you transcended something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, you transcended your self-worth. You, you took your self-esteem and said, I got you. Yes. I got you. I am guy. I'm here. I got you. Even if I don't know what to do, I got you. And if I don't have you, my coach has you. And you know, right. And if, if she doesn't have you, the creator's got you. Right. And you, you went said, through this, right. You said like, I, I made, I said no. And then I made space for something. Yeah. Which I couldn't even imagine. Yes. The magnitude of what was coming. Mm -hmm. But just by saying no to one thing, saying it's yeah. enough, that space opened up. I have mm. bumps. And now mm. it's making me think of the changes that I made a bit less than a year ago, mm. let's say 10 or 11 months ago, when I said no to that. And now I'm seeing the space that it's creating. Honestly, now it just clicked. If that little no, that was in fact a big no back then, um, made space for what is now the space that I just made last year. I said yes to what? Like, I don't think I can even imagine the magnitude of what's really coming now because mm -hmm. that was a little space and now it's a huge space that I made. I'm sure. So, I just sure that my audience right now understands what I said. You're one of the most optimistic people. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> honestly, like that was so Julianne style right there. No, it's it's like oh, it's, and I mean, I just see it. I feel it. I know it. And it's beautiful because it's exciting. How absolutely. about an exciting life? Might as well just go for the big thing. Exactly. And this is the the great thing right now that you were discussing is you transcended not once, not twice, not three times, four times. You know, you're saying it was these layers of my life that I was able to see more. 
experience more of myself, step more into my beingness and become that person who could say yes to that big explosive and expansive life, which is you know, so important because isn't that where so many people that you, I know I work with and that you work with get stuck is the permission, the mm -hmm. understanding with every no, you're holding yourself back you're opening yourself up, but with every time we don't say no, when we need to say no, we're also retracting and contracting and holding ourselves in the wrong container. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're saying no we're to the wrong things. And we're attaching ourselves to something that is not serving us at yeah. all. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. I, I love this conversation. All right. So let's fast forward because now yeah. we're talking, you transcended a bunch of times. Yes. You're finding your mystic. You're finding that mystical self. You're finding that person who sees who they are, who they're meant to be, which is really what that statement, like to me, mystic means you are in your magic. You are in full throttle magic in who you are and what you're meant to do and what you're supposed to do and what your soul wants you to do. And now you're stepping in, you know, and, and this is where you are today, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is magical. Yeah. And that had to come with probably you know, yes, after losing $250,000 is a lot of money, boom. but there's, yeah, boom. But then there's um, the other big um, change? step, a change. The change, where the, it's change interesting. the revolution? Change <laughs> <laughs> revolution, exactly. Um, and I was talking about that just this morning with a client where um, it was my marriage. Yeah. No, it wasn't a bad marriage. But what really brought me to this where I'm at now is when I chose myself instead of my marriage. And my ex-husband was a phenomenal man. He's a great dad. And he, like, he is amazing as a man. Mm -hmm. And we had a great relationship with a lot of respect and support and all that. But yeah. I had done so much self-evolution. I had transformed so much. And mm -hmm. he had not done that work. So energetically, even when we were talking or trying to communicate or connect, we were not on the same level. So the message was not coming across the same way. So we couldn't communicate. So we got to a point where we both agreed that it wasn't working anymore and that we, um, because we respect each other, that we both deserve to be with partners that would allow us to just, you know, elevate even more. That's um, so we chose to separate. And the day that I said to my, I, I, we had that conversation as, and I said to him, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Is this going to work? And we both saw that it was not going to happen is the day that I chose myself. And that in itself is a massive transformation because sometimes mm -hmm. We don't want to choose ourselves because we it's, like, oh, it's the relationship or the idea that we have about a relationship or the kids or uh, we fear mm -hmm. not having money or able to support ourselves, whatever it is. Yeah. But that wasn't an option anymore. If I, I wanted to go higher and, and be who I truly am, I needed to let go of that relationship. You know, it's amazing because um, I was watch I watched that process, you know, yes. and, and I, you know, many people struggle with that, Julianne, like many, many people are frozen and glued to what they know versus taking the risks of moving forward, knowing that, you know, there's more 
and the discomfort has a reason and it's okay to face the reason and it's also okay to love yourself and someone else enough to not imprison them to a situation that you kind of know isn't the right one for them. Yes. It takes a tremendous amount of courage and love, self-love and love for somebody else to actually say, I could stay here, but I know that I'm not the right person for you. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair for me to make myself stay here and hold you in a place that isn't honest and true because I don't, I know I'm not connected the way you need someone to be connected. Mm -hmm. So this is, first of all, I commend you for that because I know how painful and difficult that was because I was there. Yeah. And also that you've done it and now you're a true example. And it's not about ending marriages or relationships. It's about looking at what really doesn't serve us and where we're not serving others. And sometimes relationships are part of that. You've talked about having to let go of a job. You've talked about having to let go of a franchise. You've talked about having to let go of a marriage for you to rise, knowing these things don't fit because of your own transcendence and your own transformations. Mm -hmm. That's incredible courage and power you know, and I know those experiences, you bring them to what you're teaching and you're, you know, you use your own methods. I know, you know, you allow other people to coach you. We have both similar values and having a coach or somebody that we go to for guidance. Yeah. It's that such an important part of the work of transformation, but you also teach those principles in the five stages, you know? Yes. Yeah, I would love to hear more about what else. Is there anything we missed so far in the conversation that you really want people to know that will help them? It's really about, well, I think there's so much (laughs) that people can can learn and know. Um, But the moment that we choose ourselves, Mm -hmm. we can't go back anymore. Like from that moment, you're never going to go back. Tell us why. Let's talk about the why. I think that's an incredible spiritual awakening moment mm -hmm. when you tell we tell ourselves the total truth that you can't turn around and pretend you don't know it anymore, which is why so many people avoid the truth and we run away and we create patterns and obstacles and subconscious beliefs to like knock us out of the truth, even though deep down inside we know. Yes. Right? I think the first thing that I learned was to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Wonderful, yeah. And that allowed me to face the truth Mm. to really, and now it's, it's not even an option. I, it's the only thing that I do. I can validate you there because I know you're so, you're like, Lisa, give it to me straight. Yeah. I I, I want to know because Mm -hmm. this is the only way to freedom. Totally. And my, I, I've dedicated my life to my self-evolution so I could help others. So the only way that I can do that and be true to myself and authentic is to face the truth. Um, and that is the most freeing thing. And that's what people don't get, I think. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how freeing the truth is. 100%. Not about others. You don't, it's about yourself, really. The truth yeah. about yourself, about what you're doing and not doing, and how from there you have all the power in the world. You can choose not to do anything. You, as long as you know what the truth is and then you choose consciously what to do, it's all fine. It's all okay. But you have to face the truth. So that was really the first step for me, facing the truth that the marriage wasn't working 
and that what I really wanted was on the other side. Mm. That was a wild ride in itself. (laughs) But you know, what's interesting too is you not only face the truth about that, you faced all those pieces and moving parts. Like it would be, it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do I need? What's the truth about what I need? What do I need to do for my children? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to be hard for my children. It's going to be hard for him. You know, these were all truths. It's not just the truth of like, I, I have to do this for myself. It's the truth of all the moving parts of this ending in any ending, yeah. which create the strength that we discover about, you know, inside of ourselves that lead us to the next step and the next step and to the becoming and the receiving of the more, because then you're able to understand, like, it's not just about what I want. You know, in, in honor and in dignity and authenticity and respect, we honor all the moving parts of a situation for everything inclusively. And that gives us this power, this awareness, this, you know, there's something I learned a long time ago about, you know, being a psychic medium like me and seeing from another perspective, like all my life, you know, like is that there's so many moving parts to a story and those pieces are so incredibly important. Yeah. And they all matter. And when we hide from any one of them, we might be harming somebody or something that's really important that needs attention and affection that all by our paying attention to the, all of it, we can serve those moving parts in this whole other level, which make everything easier for everybody. When we avoid and we don't, you know, communicate to ourselves, to the situations. We don't seek the truth. We don't console the ones that we love. We lose opportunity and create more pain. And well, so, it, right? Yeah. It's it, what you're saying is so true. And I can mm-hmm. relate it to my kids and, and yeah. even my ex-husband where because I was uh, very disconnected from my emotions or I not even just disconnected from my emotions, but because I couldn't communicate in the way that was understood in the way that I meant it, I stopped talking, which I also stopped talking to my kids. I I didn't know how to communicate to them or to my ex-husband. Not that my kids didn't understand me, but my, because my program was, he doesn't understand me, then Mm. no one understood me. Mm-hmm. So I really stopped communicating effectively and right. it had a huge impact on my kids. So just like you said, yeah. and now choosing myself allowed me to start communicating in a very different mm-hmm. way where people understood me and now my kids understood me and now they're learning to communicate in a very Amazing. authentic way Amazing. So it goes beyond what, and also the image of what I wanted to show them of what a real relationship is, what true connection is mm-hmm. on the same level. I had to live it myself. Absolutely. And also with your ex-husband, right? Because yes. you showed each other a level of integrity and dignity and respect that it, it, I'm sure your children, they're going to carry that because you didn't shut it down. You didn't, you end, you, you ended on a note of, I'm going to take care of what we did have. And you as a human being to the best of my ability yeah. with respect to myself, I'm going to honor what you need to do for yourself, which sets the tone of magic for your children to know that you don't have to torture yourself in a situation that's not right for you or the other person. Yeah. You know what I mean, 
That's and amazing it, truth. Amazing integrity. Fantastic. And, I love it. I love it. Thank you. And it's really, you know, about the stage two and the five stages of conscious evolution. Let's talk about that. Good conversation. Tell me about the five stages. <laughs> so, so, I love your t-shirt. Oh, I, I love my new t-shirt too. <laughs> thank you, Our thank t-shirts you. say from mystic. Misfit to mystic, just for those of you that are not watching and, and listening oh, instead. Yeah, because they can't necessarily see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the five stages, stage one is awareness. And I guess for me, it was brought to, you know, losing a lot of money and then a marriage and all that happened like, in the period, the same period of time. I lost the money, my marriage was falling apart and I had bought a house with $80,000 of a hidden defect. Like it was all happening in a period of less than two years. Wow. So, um, Awareness that something is not working, I think it couldn't be more clear than the situation I was in. Um, and then it's, you know, uh, discovery and realization. And I think this is what we're really talking about. It's like the discovery of what's not working, what's really happening, and what's possible. What do I really want? Like, what, what's out there? What can I live? And you start tying the dots and you start making... Mm-hmm. Um, not just making peace, but yes, slowly you're starting to make peace, but you're, because you're saying, seeing possibilities, it, it fires you up. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you discover that you're the root of everything <laughs> that was, you know, in the past. So there's two things happening at, at the same time. But mm-hmm. this is, stage two is a huge stage that many people are in, um, but they're stuck in that story. And that's yeah. where help. So true. Yeah. Stuck in the story. Absolutely. And then what? Then stage three is all about acceptance and letting go. Fantastic. That is the biggest stage. And there's one key thing in acceptance and it's about forgiveness. Mm. Forgiveness and making peace with yourself, with others, with the relationship, whatever it is that is crucial. You cannot let go of anything if you're not at peace. Mm-hmm. So this is, and sometimes it's hard and it takes, it takes time Yeah, and it's fine. We need to honor ourselves in that process. Mm-hmm. That's a, a, a stage where we need a lot of nurturing and a lot of downtime and, and looking inside and be comfortable with the uncomfortable. <laughs> right. And also yeah. just learning to not hold resentments because you find acceptance and forgiveness. You know, these yeah. are very important stages of beingness. You know, things yes. we need to learn, their values and, and virtues we have to learn inside to be able to have those those qualities and character, you know, the character of acceptance and forgiveness and living that way. Like I'm willing, I'm able to accept other people. I'm able to accept my truth. I'm able to understand that people are human and everything's not directed at me. And maybe things are not necessarily personally, you know, confronting me, you know, so we take it personal, but often it has nothing to do with us. (laughs) No, exactly. Exactly. And having that quality. And what's the last stage? So actually there's stage four, which is stepping into your personal power. Oh, awesome. And that's the fun one because you're really stepping into your power. It's taking responsibility for your life. It's about creating, starting to really create, you know, whether, regardless of what happened in the past or what's happening in the, in the present, you always have an eye in the future Mm. and and you want to know where you're moving forward, Mm -hmm. but it encompasses everything. It's who you are. So you're stepping into your power and you're becoming Mm -hmm. strong in your, in your center and your pillar where nothing 
around really matters. You're considering and, and you're, you're not basically you're caring and loving, mm-hmm. but you know what you want, you know who you are mm-hmm. and what you're thriving for. And yeah. stage five is moving forward. And that's basically when all of this is done and you've taken responsibility, you know exactly where you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like right now I'm like in stage five with my five stages. It's like, yeah. I know where I'm going and I'm having yeah. a blast. Totally. So let's talk about some of the work that you do as we come to our closing points here. So I know you do one-on-one coaching and you actually coach people through the five stages. So they find their own, they find their own process with you, right? Yes. Yes. So you actually coach one-on-one to take them through the five stages of evolution. And yes. now you have um, a okay. program for to teach other coaches and empaths and healers and you know people that are in the field to take the process that you walk your own uh, clients through and teach them how to do the same techniques to bring people to that place of beingness exactly. and yes. finding their power and living that authentic life that's really meant for them, right? Exactly. So it's yeah. they, the, the teaching, the five stages, there's a lot, yes, there's techniques and tools, but there's really the concept and the depth of, of every stage at, and what every stage encompasses mm-hmm. and how we tie the dots because clients come in and they're, they're often lost, confused, or they don't know where to go and they need to know, they, they need clarity and confidence yes. and inner peace. So there's a lot that is being taught about the humanness, but how is the humanness working with our soul in alignment? Mm -hmm. Basically, how our soul is is getting our attention through our humanness. That's what it is. But I work with the human side, really. Mm -hmm. And, And so people can start understanding what it really means to be human with basically we're souls having a human experience, but what is it really what is, what does it mean to have a human experience while being very conscious and open mm-hmm. and evolving and evolving, right? and evolving. constantly <laughs> yes because and to accept evolution as part of life like that's really what you know yeah. what it's and all it, about exactly there's it's the only way to go it's the only thing that will continuously happen is our own evolution you know what I love too about the five stages and how you communicate about them and share about them is they really are, it's a lifestyle of transformation. Yes. So it's really like a, a conscious lifestyle transformational process. So people who, you know, even if they take your, your program and they learn it and they're a coach, they can use it themselves with their clients, but it's also about you. It'll help you as a person develop attributes and, and ways of living that will it just turns like a circle. You do this, you do that, you do, you do these stages and these stages bring you to the same place all the time. Well, it's like the spiral. It's like you start at one point in stages, but you spiral up and you always move through the five stages continuously throughout your life. No matter where you're at in your own Mm -hmm. self evolution, you keep moving upwards through the five stages. You can always go deeper and, and, and be more. Absolutely. The, the, the five stage, what I really love about teaching this is people go through the process themselves mm. in order to really integrate, because that's one thing that I see a lot now. There's a lot of noise out there about, yes. you know, self-evolution. Mm-hmm. It's all, um, 
I'll just words. <laughs> and it's all stuck in your mind. Yeah, it's just it. words. It's not yeah. integrated. Yeah. But there's, there's, the power is not the same. When you learn to integrate and really move through it, then it becomes authentic. And then it's your own, it becomes wisdom. Right. And it, it, it's a process. You actually, the, the stages are a journey. A lifestyle exactly. journey that yep. brings people to transformation and who they are and their own awakenings. And I love this term beingness for you because really that's, I mean, you know, being, uh, knowing you for so long and that's really where you are today. Like you went from all these, this humanness, which you totally accept now and you're really being who you are with all yeah. the different qualities, the, all the different moving parts of you from your higher consciousness, to your soul, yourself, the hum, human being that you are, the state of energetic affairs in your world. You know, it's like, you're just really like, there's, I'm really happy with all of these moving parts of who I am. Yes. And you're not in that struggle that you've been in at different times and a total celebration for you at that. Yes. And the, the day that I accepted um, to be here on earth and human yes. was such a powerful, powerful. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. How did that happen? Maybe the audience would like to hear about that. It's really in a meditation. Mm -hmm. I was really in this meditation where it's mother earth and the creator who really, where I was in a place where I had opened up to really receive and, you know, just opening up and receiving in itself took time. Because it was scary for me to receive. And it's like, uh, I didn't know how to receive and how to be open. Mm -hmm. So just learning that was a process. Mm -hmm. But once I was really in that place and, and ready and open to receive this power of being human, and regardless of the responsibility, it's not, I don't even see it as a responsibility anymore. It's really about fun being human. <laughs> um, there's so much vibration that came in and it was so elevating and grounding at the same time. Um, that defining moment was when I really stepped into my power and into my groove. Mm -hmm. But it's the allowing of that to happen. Mm -hmm. Knowing that I am not really in control. Like that's, it's not the skin suit that I have on. That <laughs> <in control. laughs> yeah. Really, but when I open up, and then I just allow myself to be the, the catalyst or the conduit. That's where the power lies. Right. And that's, that's the excitement. The yeah. It's yeah. The, that's the excitement for sure. Yeah. So tell, I want to know a little bit more. I just want my audience to be able to find your program if they, mm. you know, are interested, but also yeah. I want your definition of why it's so important to have a coach or somebody that helps you transform. I think that's very important for people to find comfort Mm -hmm. in transformation and to know that support is really important and it's okay. It, yes. It's okay to have it. It's okay to say yes to having support. I think it's interesting um, that you say that because I think everyone I'll say quote unquote should have a coach um, mm -hmm. because we, it's easy for us to get stuck in the story Yeah, and we don't see clearly when we're too close to the to what it, what's happening mm -hmm. so having a coach really is having someone from the outside helping you um get out of the story and help you evolve and, and get a different perspective it you know sometimes you could meet a coach in a very intense way 
Yeah. And sometimes it could be just once a month, once every two months, and then you go back in because of where you're at in life. But right. having that person to guide you that you can trust, that you can open up mm -hmm. to, that you know they get you, they understand you, you feel safe. Yes. Uh, someone who, um, what I believe in is, is your coach, your mentor. Um, for me, it's someone who is further ahead, who knows Who's, who has integrated more than me. That's mm -hmm. for me. So integrated meaning has the wisdom. Yes. Um, so they, they know. <laughs> they know what it is. Mm -hmm. It's not just something that they repeat from their whatever they heard or something they wrote down or read somewhere. It has to be someone who has the experience and the knowledge, the real knowledge which is now wisdom right we need someone to guide us that's fantastic i'll take that as a compliment yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you absolutely it, and, and in every area of my life because i'm talking about human but i'm really doing a lot of spiritual work too which yeah. is for my own self-evolution and yeah and my and own that's beautifully well put because it's important i believe that we fit who we who we choose you said something new the other day that was so beautiful and it was just like you know it, it, that and what you just said was beautiful too like i know that you know what i don't know right mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. and i'm very and if you don't know you're gonna find out exactly i want to hang out with people who know more than me so mm -hmm. i can learn more and then Absolutely. just share and evolve and yeah definitely creation that effect and you you translate what you attain in your own um mentorship with others who you mentor which just creates a beautiful ripple effect which is and that's the ripple effect i keep talking about it that's how we pass it down yeah. and and yeah. and it's easy too because it's uh, the ripple effect which is really beautiful is it's a drop it's just a drop it's not like uh, you know a boulder has to go in the water even though that's <laughs> fine but it doesn't have to be like that it can be a drop one, yes. drop, one word, one beautiful statement, one glance of acceptance, mm -hmm. one hug, you know, yeah. one it's okay. Yes. These things change people's lives. Like they, they give them a place. Like, I mean, you know. I'm Absolutely. So I totally know that. <laughs> Look at us. Look at how we met, right? We met, I swear, it was the coolest thing ever when I think about it. We're at a networking event. And I don't know how it happened. I just, you, we sat down next to each other and you asked me and you're like, oh, I think I was looking for someone like you. When I was, Honestly, I was like because like three days before I asked, can someone, can you send me right. the universe? Can you send me someone who can help me with my son? And then. Right. That's right. That's, that's right. What, Which yeah. again, right. The power of prayer. Yeah, exactly. The power I of being that a long time ago because I started meditating at nine years old. Exactly. And I always asked and received, but I didn't know how yeah. the law really worked. It's only when further along in my journey that, I, that I'm still learning how the power of asking and receiving and allowing the receiving. And it's all yeah. in the stages also, right? It's yeah. like being yeah. able to say, I, I'm, you know, I need this. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I understand I need this and accepting it and just doing it. And all of a sudden the, the power doesn't have to be in us. It can be from who comes to help us. Yes. You know? It Absolutely. doesn't have to always be us alone, figuring everything out, doing everything on our own. It shouldn't be. Never. No. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah, the I love it. That's a great ever. point. <laughs>
Yeah. That's a great point. So tell us in closing what else you really think the audience needs to know about you or about your work. And I also, uh, your, your company's, you know, your website is changerevolution.ca. Yes. So, you know, if you're, it'll be, you know, you can also check the verbiage because I have you as a guest on my radio station. Uh, so we're good, but just to yeah. tell everybody that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, changerevolution.ca is uh, the website and it's really about uh, the bridge to new ways of being. It's really mm -hmm. about us huma as humanity moving into new ways because the old ways, the patriarchal way of living is not working anymore. So when you go on my site, you really see that it's... It, it addresses to those who know that there's another way, but you might not know how to live in this new way of being and what it means for you. So I'm really, I'm very open and I'm very authentic. I'm very raw. There's no, you know, in the morning when I dress, it's like, what do I feel like wearing today? It's not like, Oh, which, you know, I'm going to that meeting. How, <laughs> did, you know, should I wear a suit? No, if I want to wear jeans, I'm going to wear jeans. I'm oh, very, misfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that part does not really leave me. <laughs> it is part of who I am. Yeah. Um, but I'm very raw, very me, very authentic, very simple. And that's one, one of the rules that I live by. It has to be simple. It has, mm -hmm. If it's too complicated, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. so, I love it. That's what it is. And I, I'm pretty straightforward, straight to the core also in my coaching. So if you need someone with white gloves, I might not be the person. <laughs> I'm definitely not for you. <laughs> but I, go, I, I laser beam pretty quick on what it is. So you have to be ready for transformation. For you sure. have to. And tell, tell us to you like about the, the program. So uh, yeah. is the program also the application to get a, in the change revolution for coaches, healers, empaths, people that are in the field who really want to learn another way, uh, another, you know, tool to put into their coaching or into their healing practice. Yeah, this is really a process that you incorporate into what you're already doing because it amplifies what you're doing. Um, and there is a screening. So basically, it's a call with me. I want to okay. make sure that the people that are in the, the program have an understanding of energy and have clients mm -hmm. are already working uh, with people because it is yeah. a very powerful process yeah. and it's uh, you have to have a, a solid base to they need, to have some kind of, they need to have some kind of consciousness about yeah. energy and about self-work and transformation yeah. already right absolutely okay. absolutely oh, fantastic. Teaching the nuts and bolts of how to ask a question and how to acknowledge and uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> which you can yeah. do too but that's you know not necessarily where you're you're taking your oh yeah. And I did that for five years. Yeah. <laughs> so I know how to do that. I just exactly. choose that I can, you know, flow over it, but I'm not going to dig deep in that. It's and it's also, you're, you're, you've integrated such new teachings, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the five stages are really needed in our world today. It's a, it's a very valuable and easy journey to lifestyle transformation change which will yeah. make a tremendous difference. So people who learn the five stages, coaches, empaths, healers who want to learn how to implement that in their practice also teach their clients how to do it as well. And it becomes like the, the stages of evolution versus something, you know, and that people have to effect. try to do. Yeah, exactly. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. It's and something that's beautiful. Right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. 
Anyways, I've loved this conversation. That was so fun. I'm so grateful. This was a blast. I really had a blast. Thank you. You're so welcome. And I'm so proud of you and who you are and who you're becoming. You're just getting warmed up. And I know that with all my heart. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for showing up to the show. Julianne. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being there. And thank you, Lisa, for being you and being with me in my in my evolution journey because you're phenomenal. Yes. So that was a great show. I'm so proud of you. And And you're going to rock this show like crazy. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. So thank you for joining us. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Don't forget. And uh, keep, I'll keep you posted on who's going to be my next guest. Thank you so much, Julianne. Check her out, changerevolution.ca. And we will see you all next time. Bye for now. Yay. Bye.